Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, what's up? This is George. Thanks for listening to the Zelda Podcast today, talking with Carla Boslich, Evangelista Band, uh, her and Tara Barnes, Dominic Cramp, uh, my buddy Mike Keegan is joining in on the interview, and we get a special phone call in the middle of the interview. Uh, first time trying to do more than a one-on-one interview, uh, a lot of different mic levels rolling around with five people, uh, five plus people in this interview, so aware of that, um, really wanting to promote the last two Evangelista shows booked for a while in North America, which are going to be this Friday, July 19th at the Nightlight, and then August 17th at the Hemlock in San Francisco, uh, Nightlights in Oakland. They're really a little nervous about getting people out there. It's a kind of a small room, it's going to be a weird, intimate experience. Um, I'm going to be out of town, but definitely go if you're in the Bay. Uh, they're not planning on doing many more North American shows uh, for the foreseeable future, so uh, good time catching up with Carla and crew, and enjoy. So we can identify voices and names to each other. Kids. I'm George. This is an awesome table, too. I'm Dominic. Carla. I'm, I'm George. Fucking no. Hey, come on, be serious. <laughs> Just serious. I'm okay. Dominic. That's I'm that's Tara. Tara. I'm Carla. George I'm a, Jr. is Tara. I'm a George Jr. And uh, I have uh, I asked my buddy Mike Keegan to come along and do the interview with us. Hi, Hi Mike, Mike Keegan. Hi, Mike Keegan. Hi, Mike Keegan. Hey, Mike, Keegan. Mike, you might need to lean in a little Hi, bit more. It's a pleasure. Hi, Mike Keegan. It's a pleasure to be here. But why are you pleasure here? What, you what here. do you What do you want to talk about? Plants? What? Like uh, I don't know much cutting? about plants. What? Oh well. I could tell you're a big cutter. Yeah. Plants. <laughs> I can see that I'm about you right finally, away. I'm glad someone's I mean, you're all buttoned up. No, no. Mike and I had a conversation about how much how much he likes your bands, and I told him he was going to do this. Well, he does have a neck tattoo says evangelista (laughs) (laughs) you can't see it kind of creeps up into his ear a little bit you i just saw you on two nights ago with malcolm mooney and you guys did that song together that you covered before oh i think it's talking to you there yeah sorry i'm not visually talking to you (laughs) carla so, I guess it's not a question. It's just a statement <laughs> that I saw you do that, and it was cool. Cool. Can you say I, yes I in a little way? Did I spit in your eye? I'm sorry. 
Try to keep I, fluids out of your eye. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say about that except I was I was really I was so excited to do it that I was a little bit worried that I mean because this is you know this is I was gonna say this is Oakland but it was it was at the lab it was in San Francisco which is basically Oakland and the lab I mean, is a, the, the lab, lab is an annex of Oakland yeah. essentially it's an annex like, totally there's totally. a private bridge that goes <laughs> straight there that doesn't cost five dollars and um, anyways though I I was really nervous that all the Oakland people would think I was a super dork because I was so excited. I think I even peed a little bit. Like I was so excited to do it that I didn't, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know what to do except like I was just following the shapes of his mouth and he was making really (laughs) giant gesticulations with his mouth that were super easy to follow. So I was like, yes, (laughs) I know what he's singing about and I know those words. And I did, I followed along and we did all right. You guys didn't rehearse or anything? We did, but it was nothing at all mm-hmm. resembling what we did at the lab. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was great uh, for me. And so uh, you had, for, for me. You had gotten together with him earlier? Did the, you day before yeah, the day before we yeah. did, yeah. With the whole Europe and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those and guys were neat. Yeah. Are neat. I mean, they're not they're dead. Not dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tragic accident a day and a half ago. Um <laughs> Uh, so then that, and then you're going to be doing another gig coming up and that, okay, so I guess we should d- divine, divine, <laughs> divide the differences, uh, between what you did, you did a thing with Ava the other day and that thing with Malcolm, but then we're talking, everyone who's not me and Mike is in Evangelista, you guys, <laughs> everyone else talking that's not me and Mike is Evangelista, so. Uh, yeah, maybe, how did you guys all become a band together? Because, yeah. Whoa. Whoa, that's a loaded question. We weren't prepared for that question, I feel better. George. You weren't I, prepared I was, for that question? I thought that was a better question. I, I started having to scrunch into a small ball, and then I was relieved. Maybe we should ask them no, one by one in different rooms. Wall, oh, wall. yeah. <laughs> stories match up. Like, see, like, yeah, reality show confession time. So, uh, from my perspective, how it happened. That's hard. Ooh, yeah, let's hear oh, that. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear that one. Tar, George Jr. Tar. This will be so the like, first time. It was like the second or third time I hung out with Carl Bozlich. <laughs> and, um. <laughs> that was wrong? I was playing a show in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, each critique the other's answer as it's been smell. given. That does that still exist? The yeah, smell? it's still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Still exist? yeah we just know. played there. Smell is eternal. I mean, Two years ago. <laughs> in, in our minds. Two years ago. Hi, Jim, if you're listening. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Keep and doing it was a what day, doing, a day during which I forgot to take my medication. And Ooh, yeah. um, I have photos of that. Carla was like, dude, I got you. I got your back. And, I got um, your cuddles right here. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a. And I and don't those, rem- so I don't that was you and your old band. I don't remember the show, the, the Duchesses. The Duchesses, yeah. I don't yeah. remember the show, but it, um, there's cool pictures from it, and that Carla took, and um, and we started a band. We started this band called Evangelista, and I went to Canada, and we oh, recorded yeah. an album. But did we do some? We toured before first. that. We toured before that. Yeah, we did some tours with. Emily Beeshold and Annie Rossi is the band. And the Dead Science. And the Dead just little, Science. Just a little omission there. No, mm-hmm. that was, we went to Europe first with that band. Oh, and, and Shazad was back. in our band. Yeah, and then we came Should back Should I smile the a super famous guy you can't call? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have him. No. <laughs> yeah, and then we um, did a U.S. tour with the Dead Science. 
and Annie Rossi and Emily Beeshold, and then did an album, and then we did some more touring, and then we did another album, and then we did some more touring. Jesus, that was long. Wait, yeah. so like that was the, just you guys weren't just two piece. That was with Dead Science in the band. Or that was that, was that version. We, that yeah, was after a we've while, had right? more than fifty people in Evangelista. Damn. Yeah. So it's yeah. like it, we get around. It, it's a little confusing, <laughs> yeah. and then also it's it's pretty. Just super, I guess I, I'm one of those people. You're, you're one of the I'm people. one of those people. Exactly. The guy who you're, 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 you're you're one, one of fifty. One of fifty. Real special. Man, I don't mean <laughs> real special. You're number forty-seven. <laughs> Not trying to downplay. No, 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 no. That um, is, yeah, it's a crazy like rotating cast to have. Yeah. Um, the thing is that well, anyway, it works like that. We talked about it the other day, and it's like fuck, it works like that. Fuck it. Yeah. But the thing that I was gonna say is that my memory of it is different than Tara's. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really any big surprise. Um, for, anyways, for a number of reasons, not the least of which being that Tara was off her meds. Um, but even before that, when I met Tara Barnes, I went to a gig to, to the Che Cafe in San Diego to be a guest member of XBXRX. <laughs> More than 50 people in that band, I think. Uh, yeah, and, and on the way there, they picked me up in their sailor suits. Ah! And, and they were like, can you wash our sailor suits? Because we, like, we've worn them like 75 times without washing them. So I put them in the washing machine with like, apart. just like with one red wool sweater. Uh-huh. I mean... Oh, you're like, they have pink sailor suits. And, and all the sailor suits came out pink. And then, so then... Weasel then, Walter in a pink sailor so suit. Good. They looked so they looked good. Great. So then we went... On the way to the Che Cafe, we just, you know, stopped off at the Guitar Center where I bought a bass because I, I was supposed to play bass. And, you know, Guitar Center lets you return the bass. So we just we, we just went there. I bought my bass. Ed, like, was, like, trying to teach me the bass parts, like, in the van while we were driving, which are not as easy as you might think they are in XBXRX. And I did the gig, and I sang and everything, like sang backup vocals and the whole thing. And and then um, and then fucking business lady played, and it was like it cha- it changed my life. I, not that I haven't seen punk bands before. Okay, so I saw a business lady, and I've seen punk bands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bands that dress up. Yeah, yeah. Bands that run out in the audience. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know what it was about Business Lady. It just blew my mind. Like, you guys were so tight, and you were so stupid, and you were so fun. And it was just like, I just loved it. And, I, and you know, for me, like, punk rock is something that I really miss. Like, I really miss just, like, pure, don't think about it, be an idiot punk rock. I just, and you guys were so tight. So the combination is, I, I just, you, you just lit me on fire. And I was like, and then I was super happy, and then I went home, and oh no, and I talked to you guys, and we sat at a table, and I was like, oh, we're sitting at a table. <laughs> and, 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 Business lady fan number one yeah, at AOL.com. I was such a huge fan at that point, and I, and I was even like afraid to talk to you and everything, and we talked, and then I called you on the phone, and I was like, yeah. I'm... Because we exchanged, you gave me your phone number, yeah. and I called you, and I was like, I'm Carla Boswick. I really <laughs> like your band. And you were like, oh, 
cool, we're playing at blah, blah, blah. Could you bring a bucket of dirt? <laughs> and, and, and so I brought a bucket of dirt to the smell, yeah. and you guys were all white, and you were like, can you just throw it all over us? Can you just throw this dirt like all over us so we just look like... We, we looked good, too. You did a yeah. really good job. Yeah, so they were all dressed head to toe in white and just like fucking covered in disgusting dirt from my yard. And, and they did their gig, and they were incredible. And um, then Tara informed me that she was off her meds, and then we then we just. Sat. I think I cried a little bit. You, you yeah. cried a lot, which I thought was like normal Tara Barnes. I was like, oh, this is like a really tall half Thai person that super rocks and then cries for like thirty five minutes all the time. And I was like, I'm cool with that. So so I was I like hugging you and holding you and I was like, don't worry. When I go off my meds, I turn psychotic. And we were like, okay. So then I then we talked and then we were like, yeah, let's do this thing. But Evangelist was already going and we already I already had an album. You were looking group, for a band to tour to band do and with. just like somebody that was that was just like a hardcore tour dog that would that would be down with whatever because I didn't know what the money would be and I didn't know all I knew was we were on Constellation which is the rulingest record company in the world and that we would you know do our best because we love music so and that's all I knew and yeah, Tara yeah. was the same and I, I was, was like all right dog. we're bros we <laughs> improvised um, Hello Voyager a lot on tour like mm -hmm. different all different ways and kind of like and then when we went in the studio and did it we asked like 15 other people to just join us and improvise with like guided improvisation. I guided a lot of things so that they could be um, not just chaos. It was so, like but, a map. But there was tons like of a map of the song. Yeah, but there was everyone. tons of improvisation within the thing, and that's mm -hmm. a lot the way Evangelista works in general. So, um, but it came out to this thing that was just really neato, and it did kind of turn into our manifesto and and. If you read, because mm -hmm. I know you love to read, if you read the insert, mm -hmm. it has like a five-page um, version of what I'm saying in the song. It's way longer, and it's it's like the it, the manifesto of of Hello Voyager, and it's really detailed, and it talks about like Sonic Youth is the same as The Simpsons, and like and just like you know dying and and just like that you should make your death meaningful and all kinds of fun stuff so it's it's just you know like and and that you know if people are super into like um like mediocrity that you sh you should just kill them immediately um because there's too many people anyway and stuff just cool stuff you know mm -hmm. like just cool fun stuff so um it's it's there's more in there like cuz we couldn't do a 72 minute song we could but we it would have to be in two to. albums yeah. a double album mm -hmm. what did you how did you feel or why did you uh feel necessary to like have a manifesto was it just sort of like, no, it wasn't like that at all okay. we just developed tara and me were sort of like a thing where we were playing together and just this like m more musical kind of started it and and just we kind of got in this groove with it and then I just started screaming this stuff and then it just it just I, w I was upset about certain things particularly the idea of people um like 
blocking themselves from other people and just sort of like roboting through life and then going like to the end of life where there may even be like people that are really tuned in to what's going on, manipulating our lives to a horrible end. And so my, the, the thing that I got obsessed with was the idea that that could happen and that there could just be like a small group of people that thought they were like maybe going to a refuge or something where there maybe there was a lot of people that survived, but then they realized that there was like 25 of them. And those people decided, fuck it. I'm going to do anything I want. I'm going to be me. I don't care what you think. It doesn't matter because I'm going to be dead in three days and I'm going to be totally, there will be no meaning to that whatsoever. And I'm not going to hide myself anymore. I'm, why should I? And so that's what it's about. That's all. That's the whole thing is just about like getting to the point where if you are kind of like functioning in this full of shit, bullshit, like trying to like be normal. So other people think that you're neat and normal, you know, at some point, it's not going to matter. We're all going to fucking kick the bucket. And it's a good idea to try to be yourself at least at that moment. You know what I mean? So that's what it's about. I, I feel like I've been kind of turning into that robot. And I've been trying to battling the inner robot. And what, the, the robot. We all battle it. It's, battle it's a constant battle. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just, because I sort of feel like I have this weird, like, immigrant guilt that I don't have, like, a career and shit like that. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. all this, like, yeah. weirdo... I'm, like, I went from playing noise music to doing stand-up comedy. It's, like, there's no winning. There's no winning. <laughs> uh, but, like, them, like, yeah, but I understand this. Like, I, I do have this thought every once in a while. I wake up, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to die. Like, want to just do what I want to do, but without well, actually do you impeding do what you anyone. want to do now But how do you survive? You know, like, that's the oh, real question. Well, I just work a shitty temp job, guys. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I like, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. And it's like, how the fuck do you survive? That's the reality of our real world. How do we, okay, great, I'm going to be anybody I want, you know, like, right. mm -hmm. I'm going to have one tit hanging out and like, and like false eyelashes that come all the way down to the, the bottom of my neck and, you know, great, <laughs> but, um, you know what I mean? And, and just tell yeah. everybody in the whole supermarket to fuck the fuck off. But like, what, how are we going to survive? See, this is rent? my theory about the why yeah. Burning Man is so huge. <laughs> Because it's like the release valve on society, right? It's like you have like, I got a week where I can just fucking freak out. And then the rest of the time I go back to my fucking whatever robot yeah. life. Burning Except you don't go very... back to your life. You keep it going all year long. Yeah, exactly. You bring it back to San Francisco. Yeah. Back and, you go to and I've never been, obviously. And like I talk shit about it a lot. And like Burning I Man's feel not for the masses. Burning Man's yeah. for a very um, well-to-do population of people but do you know they even like people like sell the burning man experience now for like i don't know a couple it's, thousand dollars like you it's can like have, they'll go, give you like your art car it costs the same <laughs> to like oh, uh. spend the weekend in hawaii than it does yeah. to go to burning man oh, so it's so the cute. same people that There's are no gonna money, take dude. a vacation that's cute hawaii. i have a really There's no great, money but you pay a bunch right? of money to go <laughs> why are we going so there has to be some other kind of release valve yeah. that's for the I, average i believe that there is a phenomenon happening where there's like a lot of subcultures are now into doing cruises 
Like that's <laughs> been the thing. There's like like Metal you can go cruise. on an alternative comedy cruise. You can go on like a garage rock cruise. You can go on like a boys to men. What if you cruise. go on like yeah. a be yourself cruise? Yeah, but that they, should be life, but man. Then it, be awful. Like, who, who wants <laughs> to be around a bunch of people? There's no captain. Themselves? There's no captain. <laughs> like, yuck. You know? on a boat. Nowhere to go. I'm Irving your. Bar- <laughs> I'm Irving your bartender. <laughs> It'll just be docked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ew. So you're working on a new record. There's two. Yeah. We're working on two new albums. I have a new album that's pretty much done. Um, I made it mostly in Berlin with a really great drummer named Andrea Belfi and our other band member named Jano, who's not here because he's somewhere else. And um, it's too important. Yeah, he's pretty. He's a pretty important. I don't think guy. we can talk about it. He's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got some stuff going on that's really important. So. Yeah, and it's secret. Yeah, so um, it's secret. So is he making the new Pixar movie? I don't know. He's making the new Pixar movie. <laughs> it's about him. That's that important. He's the main Chino. character. Nope, he's the main character, and he's like, huh? You would be. This is like his main line. Character. Huh? huh. So, um, <laughs> but. Uh, Anyway, that album got made. It's pretty um, not about how much I hate the world and how much I love sweet people like Mike. Um, It's a lot different than Evangelista record. I'm writing. I I'm sorry. I, I was okay. busy responding to my friend. Ohio Players uh, Fan Club. The Ohio Players. <laughs> <laughs> I was just to busy get the minutes responding typed to up. my friend Hakan from Turkey, who was asking what the American per- underground people's perspective was on the uprising in the in in Turkey and in the political situation there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I. I was just about to write back to him and say, we have no information. We're totally making bread here and like just roller skating and stuff. And we, we just don't know anything about actually, we didn't even know it was happening mm-hmm. is the thing. Sadly. No, 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 it's no, no, no. It's tasty at Thanksgiving. No, we love you guys. We love you. We love you. We don't understand everything. It starts, does it start with the Ottoman Empire or is it before that? Like, what is going on? We don't know. We are a little baby nation. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We're a baby. Yes, with little concept of history. Yeah, we need to learn. I think before we can make an educated answer to that, we need to learn. I started to read this morning ab- about things as best I could, and I feel like I've just touched the surface of it. Obviously, we love you, and we want you to be well, and we want your fucking stupid, jerk-ass people that are messing with you to you know, totally go down and to be replaced by people that care about people. That's who we want running the world, people that care about people and we know it's not just about a park but at the same time I've been to that part of Istanbul and there aren't very many parks so I mean it's not actually nothing to talk about destroying that park it really actually is important there are very few parks so 
That's all I know right now. We love you. We are behind you. And if there was anything you thought we could do to help, tell us what it is, because we'll try. And now, after that, maybe I could tell, write down some stuff after I read some more. Hear that, all the Turkish listeners of these um, podcasts. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are reaching out to you. Picture to uh, the nation to uh, to write write directly nation back to Carla. To nation. I uh, I do have a weird like I have a listener in Ghana I think or a weird guy who just loves downloading stuff. This Let is me know nation whoever you to are. Nation guy with in George Ghana. Chen. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, I started a po- I started a podcast to like try to create world peace, you guys. Um, well, I mean, it's not a bad. It's, it's right not now. a bad little like subgenre, you know. I mean, I think anything world that creates peace. empathy for people other than yourself is positive. Yeah, you get you get a story of Good another point. person's life, and I think that's what's interesting. Yeah, and everybody's, you know, even if you focus on Evangelista, everybody has a different point of view. Um, everybody thinks certain different things are important and that's kind of the that's the situation that I see with politics as being super challenging is like if people want to lead like there's a problem almost right it's there like just like right there and it's so sad because that's the beginning best. you know and it's like it, even in, in liberal politics, if somebody steps forward and says, I'm going to sort this out, I'm your leader, I'm going to tell you what the thing is, there's potential for for real problems, you know? So yeah. um, we're just hoping super, super, like, like, you know, rock out, space out, like just roll, 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 you know, best of luck and... and these people that are my friends there, I don't know that many people, but they're super big supporters of rock and roll and music and weird stuff and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, incredible, generous people that, that would help any of us if we were there. Like, just because we are, you know, because we support positive things and, and that we, we care about people. And there's lots and lots of people like that there. So, um, yeah... It's 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 confusing. This stuff's going on all over the world, and it's different everywhere too. Like the motivations for this thing in Turkey are really uh-huh. really different, for example, than what's going on in, you know, Syria or whatever. I'm not saying anything everybody doesn't already know. But do, do I remember you sending me an email last year? You were I, were you in Italy? Like was it a G8 protest or something? Or was it was like a riot or something? Greece. In Greece, you were in Greece when uh, last year. Yeah. When their economy was sort of like going in the toilet and whatnot and still that's still ongoing yeah and uh, i totally like got uh, like gassed and like it's it's greece is in really the situation in greece is quite different because it's extremely like the the economic trauma is so severe that it's literally like human life is in danger at every moment you know um it's it's not I don't know everything, and I'm not claiming to, but I think it's a little different in Turkey. I think what? it's a little different focus. But how did you end up in Greece in that, uh, when you were just there when I had a gig. going on? I just yeah, had yeah. a gig, and, just, and it was just coincidence. The day after that was happening, yeah. yeah. Well, I think the economy And I had a week that I was there. I, I was spending a week there because I was like, we can, let's, you know, oh, I have a gig in Greece. Let's spend a week, you know? Yeah. And and it was just happened to be this kind of gnarly week, and I did a lot of marching. One moment... One of the 
strange things about it was like I started marching with this whole huge group of people that were marching up to the square and I, I looked around and I and I was yelling like what they were yelling, which I didn't understand because it was in Greece. In You're like, Greek. I hope I'm on the right side of this. It was in Greek. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, I looked around at the waves, at the flags they were waving and stuff. And I was like, I don't even know if these guys are liberals. Like, I, I have no idea the what they're yelling dawn. about. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't even know. And it was it was the strangest mm -hmm. feeling. Like, I, I felt all this really passionate urge to be helpful and... And then I realized they could be anybody. <laughs> they could be they could be fighting to smash the uprising, you right. know. And here I am going like, ha ha ha, la 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 la, you know, like. <laughs> well, it's the thing. Yeah, you're only in a town for like a week or in a country, and then and, well, that's sort of been for the all most of last year. Were you just around Europe and like kind of based like loosely in 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 Berlin, or where were you? Now, I was in Berlin enough to get my um, my residency. I have an artist residency in Europe now, which I needed in order to stay in okay. Europe more than 90 days. Mm -hmm. That was really hard to get, and mm -hmm. I did all the things I was supposed to do and falsified all the documents I was supposed to falsify, and, um, and I got my artist residency so I have that now mm -hmm. and um, I didn't prefer to stay in in Berlin but that is where I ended mm -hmm. up having to do all this stuff with more I guess efficiency or whatever mm. um, and you guys mostly now where like you don't really have US tour plans at all but you seem to have like no. a regular thing going with Europe well we I mean the, one of the bigger things was the van we lost the van oh so yeah, yeah, that yeah. was kind of the professor biggest. Professor Crinkle. I remember the professor. Yeah. I've had some time. You've been in the professor. professor. Yeah, yeah, you were in yeah. the professor when I've the wheels yeah. shot off on yeah. the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have not told that story on a wow. podcast. Oh my before, god, tell it. <laughs> tell so it. So we were coming from <laughs> Albuquerque. Seven-year rabbit cycle. Yeah. Oh, wait, you should Warburg. describe Mr. Cr uh, professor uh, Crinkle. And say who's Burgundy in seven-year rabbit Burgundy beauty. Giant economy. Rob Fisk, Mia, Kelly, Chessmith. Uh, Just, it was Stewart, like a rad band. It Jamie Stewart. It was a fun band. Fun band Jamie to be in. Jamie was in it. And we, uh, my other bandmates from Kit, Steve and Christy, their band Warbler. Uh, oh, they were in yeah, it too. Yeah, they were in it too. Yeah, we're all in this car. And uh, and uh, just Rob was driving, and like we just passed into Arizona from New Mexico, and then just kind of heard like a bumping, and then she pulled off on the side of the road. And like I didn't know what was going on, and then we just saw the wheel just like roll by, <laughs> off the axle. Like I didn't know that that was a thing, just that would happen. And luckily, no one was hurt. We were totally fine. Uh, it just there was no one that would uh, the tow truck would come. <laughs> And couldn't bring all the uh, like nine people back with them, so we all had to go to this rest. We had to walk to a fucking rest stop, and then just hitchhike rides back to Gallup, New Mexico. Stayed in a hotel in Gallup, New Mexico, where we were waiting for someone to fix the van. And uh, it ended up being like uh, Rob and uh, Jamie, I think, driving back to Albuquerque to get the part that we needed. Oh my god! But anyway, yeah, the van. When did that die? That was like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, didn't Ava Goda rent that van than too? Yeah, actually, yeah. A lot of let's people. not talk okay, about okay. it. Okay, well, let's not get deep. <laughs> let's not talk about it. But R.I.P. R.I.P. Let's not talk about the last van that rented Professor Crinkle, who the who the who the. Uh, did you not put who oil the dude in? said was like, if they had changed the oil, your van would be fine. Point being, 
Now, even if Evangelista wanted to deal with the promoters and um, the money <laughs> situation in the United States, we wouldn't have a band. So, mm -hmm. so it's like that. So let's, but let's just scooch right along from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just, just. But like Europe is like a, a you guys have toured so much there and seem to have a lot of like uh, there's like festivals and stuff to do over People there. People want us. To go there, yeah, it's nice to play for people who want to see you. They're not just there to buy drinks. Yeah, yeah. well, I w it's not that that much of a split. I mean, I'd say we talk, we miss touring the U.S. I mean, it's definitely harder, and mm. it's the money's shitty, but and there's no hotel rooms. There's no there's hotel no room dinner. Like, yeah. It stinks. Um, I got but, spoiled. Yeah. But it's there's something about it that's kind of magical and awesome, and mm -hmm. it's the best way to see the country, and you meet a lot of really cool people. I can I think with me, the <laughs> fact that I've fun. toured the U.S. like yeah. at least, I don't know, 15, 20 times um, on like four to 12 week tours is like, I kind of feel like if you guys don't want to put out at all, like there's certain cities, this city, mm -hmm. um, New York. I can't really say there's anywhere else, but if but you guys LA, don't want to, like? no, LA is like a, it's garbage. It's like a wasteland for yeah. me. Like I, it's, mm -hmm. playing the smell is awesome, and there's probably a couple other places that have developed What's that, that we don't know that about. That awesome yet. club in Alabama that we played. At. Oh, the fucking the uh, that place was the uh, best and, ever. And, and Mon uh, yeah, Montgomery. We bottle, did that on that shoe shoe tour. Yeah, the silver bottle, bottle tree. Bottle tree. Yeah, that place yeah, great, is great. really, really, really. Give amazing. you socks, a bucket of socks, a bucket of clean oh, socks. Oh, and, wow. and you live yeah, in the trailer. Almost so humid. Yeah, it's fun to live yeah. in. The oh, and you guys had to pick up Ezra that day or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that that place was amazing. And Gamble was with us. That oh yeah, was so Gamble. Neat. Yeah, that was a neat. That was a fun group. So FYI, I was in a band that went on tour with these guys. And we were with Shushu on that tour. Shushu tour. That was a tour. Yeah, that New York show. Was great. You guys yeah. played with Spencer yeah. and uh, oh, the yeah. other lady and, who I don't uh, know. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Uh, that was uh, Spencer, yeah, and then like um, Okyung. Oh, that's right. Her too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, what's his name was opening. Um, Domi Dominic. Dominic. That was a with his noise thing, yeah. not with yeah. his. That was like, the tour yeah. handover. Like, yeah. We passed the baton. Yeah. <laughs> the. Uh, the Europe thing is just is just the thing to do right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it maybe it'll all change, you know. Like, but that's, I, I don't really yeah. care at the moment. I just kind of want to. I would rather tour South America than North America. Yeah, at me this too. Point. Yay! I don't. Yeah. I mean, my feeling, only having really done that that one time, is that America just seems like just a diminished like return, and like everyone's figured out how to download yeah. everything, and like. Well, I not just that, but like the enthusiasm is. If you're if you're not big enough, yeah, you have to save up money to your own money to tour in the U.S. Yeah. It's well, I think it's it's, it's it, not sustainable. It's not sustainable, and it's also like the vanishing middle class. There's yeah. like a vanishing yeah. middle ground for bands. That yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. either like They're all artists. There's I mean, nothing yeah. in the middle. Yeah. yeah, it's all. That's happening. There's yeah. like lots of little places to play that you make no money, and mm -hmm. lots of places that pay you shitloads of money if you're huge. And not that much in the middle to kind of support. There's like no income for anyone to go out. The biggest difference isn't even if you're looking at Europe or the U.S. I mean, the money is generally better in Europe, but it's also the, I mean, there's loads of times we'll stay at someone's house. We'll stay at the promoter's mom's house. It'll be a small club. It'll be a squat. We'll play bigger clubs. But I wouldn't say loads of times. Not loads. It seems a bit of an okay, exaggeration. a few times. Off, 
once in a while. But anyway, my, <laughs> the only point is that, that there's just a level of respect and interest that the club takes in you. Not always, but more often, yeah. way more often than in, than America. in America, where a lot of time you show up at the club, they don't know who you are. They don't care. It's like a very, it's almost like a, there's suspicion right away. Like you can have these shitty drinks but you don't touch those. They and treat like, you like you're lucky. To yeah, like there. they're doing you a favor mm-hmm. when. Which is the opposite of Europe. Yeah, completely. Yeah. The if you opposite. had to put it in a nutshell, mm-hmm. that's the opposite. In Europe, they're like, what oh my God, do? you made it here. That's amazing. That's so <laughs> awesome that you made it oh, here. Look who it is. Hey! She's on speaker. Speakerphone. Are we? Okay. Shazad's at the park. Shazad, you're on the speakerphone. Speakerphone. We're doing an interview right now. So, um, hi Shazad. Hi Shazad. Hello, this is George Chen. Hello, Dominic. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Carla. I couldn't recognize the George Chen. George. George Chen is here. Mike is here. You're so on the radio right now. You're on like the major label radio, whatever they call that stuff. You're on KMEL. You're you're big time right now. So happy to be on the radio. Shout out to my mom, bro. <laughs> happy Mother's Father's Day, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Talk some Turkish for us. I'll have some Turkish friends. No fucking shit, you have Turkish friends. <laughs> Talk some Turkish. You took Turkish language class. Yo, yo. Uh, this is shout out to Turkish friends all over the world. Are you gay? Would you please <laughs> talk some Turkish? Speak in Turkey. Oh, oh, oh hey. He's just making stuff up. All right, talk Icelandic. Okay. Um, Apologies to our Turkish. And Pakistan. Okay, we're coming in. What'd you say? Oh, hope, Hopelandic. <laughs> what are you recording right now? Bro, I just came from recording some improvising with Colin Stetson and Sarah Neufeld. Oh. Way up in Vermont. Colin Stetson is a label man of ours. <laughs> yeah, Colin Stetson is a constellation. Constellation. Did you go record at that guy Kevin McMahon's house? No, we recorded in the middle of the fucking woods in some fucking bucolic asshole paradise. Oh, that's stupid, man. <laughs> that sounds lame That fucking fuck. shit always sounds good, and then it sucks. <laughs> Seriously, some sort of cunt-ass halcyon up there. Cunt-ass. Cunt-ass halcyon. Ah. Yay. Vermont, Vermont is an ugly state. Never um, go to Vermont. Oh, man, it's <laughs> hard out here for a PMP. Fuck those trees. <laughs> trees and mountains Fuck and sky cheese. balls. Oh, Fuck brother, another castle. Oh, great. No billboards. No billboard law. <laughs> <laughs> no billboard law. Signage regulation. Shazad, what are you No advertising. Great. I'm going to ask you a serious question. I'm not bullshitting. I'm really, I'm ready. really, really, really serious. Fire. You know, okay. ha- you know ha- Hakan and Ilan. What? 
You know Hakan and Aylan in Turkey. You know yes. them. Yes. They are good friends of yours. Yes. All right, we've got that. They wrote to me, and probably you, even though you don't, you might, might not have seen it. Yeah. Um, that they need people from the United States to comment about what's going on from our point of view in Turkey. And I was wondering okay. if you could just say a couple of sentences. Mine are going to be really different than yours, so it would be good to have both. Okay. Ready. Ready. Serious. I'm, I'm serious, okay? Okay, let me take just a moment to think, because I, I don't know a lot about the situation, sadly, but let me think about me what neither. I Me neither. It's hard. <laughs> okay. So... Maybe the value of music is okay. Maybe there's there's some value in music. Because I read recently about a guy that rolled into Toxin Square with a grand piano. It, it, it was himself and two friends that helped move it into the middle of Toxin Square. And then he just proceeded to play probably some classical pieces. I don't know exactly what his repertoire was. And uh, everyone sat down and started hanging out with each other, including cops in really intense riot shields, put the shields down, and there was a lot of just talking and eating and quiet time. And uh, I was really touched by that. I'm not usually, I don't really believe in the power of music because I just do it for myself most of the time, but I was really touched by that. That is very moving. Yeah. Yes. Thank nice. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Should I go for a take two? No, With an yeah. alternate yeah, yeah, amount yeah. of alternate yeah, information. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, from what I can tell, the demonstrations in Tuxim Square started with a disagreement about how to use public space. I, apparently, the government or maybe a private investor was going to use the public space and turn it into some money-making capitalist bullshit, like some other expensive hotel or something like that, and they were going to cut down significant markers of public space. I think some of the trees there or like a local park. And coming from New York City, and maybe the United States in particular, but I mean, New York City in particular, maybe the United States in general, public space is extremely important. And when you see that there's not that much of it in New York compared to the population, you notice that people don't congregate, they don't Get to know one another, and don't get a sense of local community. And I think it's it's important that they were demonstrating. And what's what's hard to watch from this vantage point is how harsh the government has cracked down on them. It's a it's a very very difficult and sad situation from over here. Right. The thing that's weird from over here is that we can't see that area which is really overdeveloped with westernized business. So it's like they're talking yeah. about cutting down a small park and putting, like, what, more McDonald's that are the largest McDonald's I've ever seen in the world? Like, I've never seen McDonald's that big, except maybe in Times Square. More H&M? Like, more boots? More what? You know what I mean? Like, more Zara? More Zara stores? Like, really? Like, you know, I mean, it, it, it's totally already... I think the, the problem for some people there is that all you have to do is walk two blocks and you're on a, the hugest shopping street in, like, you know, 
hundreds of kilometers. So it's a bit of a weird idea, you know, and, and I can understand people being like, this is all Western stores. They're all, you know, doing this stuff. So it's hard. I think it's hard for people from here to kind of get the fact that the culture is getting really diffused and really fucked up. It's a little hard from here to think, oh, a park, you know, like it's not it's not just a park. It's Taxim Square. It's fishermen. It's like all kinds of stuff that's been there for way longer than our country has existed. Don't you agree? I do agree. I do agree. I've been over there. Probably everybody maybe in this room has been over there at some point. And Istiklal Avenue or Street or whatever it's called is extremely commercial and extremely Western, which is bizarre for that to be in that country and see that and I totally agree, 100%. Yeah, it's weird. I just hope that dude with, like, all that really, all those really, really, really weird, weird, like, hundreds of years old traditional clothing is still down there on that music street. Anyway. Oh, I, you know, I wonder, I, I doubt they're touching what's down near Galata Tower, but that would be really sad if that was the case. Well, anyways, anything else you got for us? Like, well, like jokes? <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> like, I have a joke that like I can make up, but it never seems to go very well. This is a Yay, perfect place for perfect. it. This is it. You got it. Okay, okay. Let me get it. Let me get to a quiet place. Because right now I'm at an ATM machine at Bank of America. So let me just the other, go somewhere a bit better than that. The other thing, Shazad, is tell us every project that you've done lately that you're super proud of. Like, but okay. in, but in like twenty five seconds. Okay, Joanna Borchert. She's a songwriter and improvising pianist from Berlin. I just did a recording. I produced and played on a recording with her and Fred Frith. Your time's up. Really good. Um, <laughs> finally, Gita Valtis-Dodger, who is uh, Icelandic and sang and played cello in the band Mum. I finally encouraged her and produced uh, a seven-inch of hers, which is two tracks. Super, super good. Um, uh, I'm a little bit less depressed than I was last week and last month, so that's a huge achievement. Nice. Um, I, that's, maybe that's all I can say right now, although there's more. Did you want to tell the bad joke before we hang up? Yeah, yeah. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, is this really? is this why you called? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two mice walk into a bar. The third mouse is still outside the bar, and the two mice kind of hobble up to because one of them broke its leg recently. Hobble up onto the onto the stool. They get really up near the top, up really near the bar, and then one mouse. Means just peeks its little head over the bar and. And now there's a contest. Email me on Twitter. Twitter, just like let us know the end of that joke. Just hashtag that joke. That was it. That was the joke. That was the joke. That was a pretty good joke. So, all of your phone calls like that with him? They always, end, they always end that way, if that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, why was he calling? We, <laughs> we don't know. You guys, there's so much gear in this room. We just don't do the fade this do way guys, anymore. Do you guys write stuff in here? 
I've written some of my stuff for Evangelista here. But we haven't actually parts. done any recording here. We, but we didn't might. Know we the have. Story we about did. Dominic joining the band. Oh, Natara, yeah. I did. We oh, did yeah. some. We the recorded band. little bits very, of parts for songs. This is a very less elaborate yeah. story. Yeah. This is where we do post. This is a cool story, recording. actually, because it, it but was a you situation where we have a house. The story of Dom joining the band. But this is a cool story, just to add a little. I like this story because Tara was like so convincing about Dominic. That I was that I had never heard him play, not one single note, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck it, let's go for it then." <laughs> and, and it worked. And let's meet at sort of. a really super giant Ooh. chain of overexpensive. I don't remember. I don't remember this. It was Whole Foods that oh, we, we met. I don't remember this at all. We had Whole Foods and bonded over a brownie. Yeah, we <laughs> oh, yeah. went for a little walk outside Whole oh, Foods. Yeah. <laughs> And we kind of liked that. each other. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're friends. No, but I was playing with a group called Modular Set that's no longer around, and Tara... I played you a little bit. Yeah. And I played show with you guys. Yeah, yeah, but then I saw some YouTube of some of the earlier shows, and I and really... Like, fuck this shit. ...thought it was a moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really... I, I loved it, and I felt like I understood what was happening. And and I thought you'd have a lot to contribute, and you do. Yeah, and I'm still <laughs> and here. You're right. Yeah. In his soul right. guts. Yes, he's here. got soul guts. I'm still here. Boy's got soul guts. And I like it here. But and you got yeah. your solo projects, and you got other stuff that you do. Yeah, well. do, he does a lot of stuff. I do have, you I have lots of stuffs. Are super talented. Thank you. I'm not complimenting you. You don't have to thank me. I don't oh. do that. <laughs> I right. don't do that. I know. Okay. She's just saying facts. I'm just saying facts. Thank he, you. You are anyway. mind blowing, and that I need to try to fucking like whack your asses, like your other thing and your this thing. Somehow I just need to like smush you with Elmer's glue into each other, so you're having a s- swirling chocolate cake full of glue and yeah, frosting. Yeah, whatever that was. No, I kind of mean what she said. Yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be me- easier for me if I could figure that out. I feel it's a lot of a lot of bits. It's a conceptual your conceptual glue I have cake. A lot of different conceptual things happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's, it gets confusing. And you have a lot to do on stage. But the thing also is like with the music that you do, which it would would be awesome if you played one of his pieces when you had yeah, this yeah, together. Yeah. Like I, there's some Borfield tank stuff that I'm just like just so excited. About. Like this track and now. And also you should <laughs> and yeah, look, this track now. And you should you should also play like the Avengers Slayer song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
ass context, yeah. you know, context or yeah. even duchesses I, yeah, yeah. I, lis- I listened to that on a road trip the other day yeah, yeah. but the Beals. Maybe we should mention a thing about Jano. I mean, yeah, yeah what's what's Jano's got like some solo floaty, stuff too. Yeah, he plays with a lot of different like a groups. Floaty, weird personality that you that is in the band, and he says, "I'm in the band," and you're, and he, and he throws down when we tour. And then, and then suddenly and he's, he's really... in across the other side of the globe. Yeah, but whatever. But he's. But then he he's, comes he's back. Always, How did you guys hook up with? He him doesn't miss place? gigs with us. Right. Has he ever missed a game no. with us? No. Okay, so he's in the band. Yeah. So the thing the thing about it is that he's he's like this weird sort of like he, he's just not like a lot of other people. He's a, he lives a nomadic lifestyle, so do I. So that's kinda like we match up okay. Um the thing about Did it, you guys meet on match.com? <laughs> nomadic match dot com. Are you a nomad looking for another nomad? <laughs> Are you homeless but not really? <laughs> but you're intelligent and you choose to be homeless. Are you super into cat sitting? That's my new dot com idea. Do you prefer to sublet than rent? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Airbnb for cats. The thing about you know that's killer is that we haven't really been afford, uh, able to afford to have like a full band, and between Dominic and Jano, they've been covering like so all much all instruments, like drums and and you know like everything except guitar and, and bass, loops and and like organs and pianos and and like you know like percussive instruments yeah. that Samples. are electronic and then like just all this fucking shit and it's it's really quite asking a lot of people so in a way we got dom we got tara we got me i think we're the core maybe the core at the moment but and the john um but pretty much and the muppet but and the muppet then then you got john who's like actually even though he's like super floaty off into thing you got to kind of like look at the record and he's been there for every gig and he's done everything we've asked him to do everything whereas and he plays the viola that's Mm, the other thing mm, and he mm, he plays mm. all kinds of viola like loud as fuck super quiet whatever so the thing i don't know the thing about him that's so interesting is that being involved with him on different levels i don't know (laughs) like you asked me anything question about him and the even if unless it has to do with the past i don't know the answer but all I can tell you is that it seems to me that he keeps showing up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's really good. So yeah. it's like it's 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 very nifty, you know, and, and so and we have some tour plans planned for um, October and, and November yeah. and he's he's like, you know, booked for those. It's a project that, that hopefully will morph every time we play. Yeah. I, I don't want people to come to the gig and go like, that was cool. It was so much like the last time I saw them. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I just, I just feel like mm-hmm. we can do better than that. And so, why do that? You know. And these local shows we're playing, we're programming a special kind of a show that. Oh yeah. Carla's yeah. curating. Who's on the bills? It's a secret. Be, you know, it's going to be really. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be. We're going to announce uh, announce it. Things? No. It's no. Gonna be, we're we're originating something that it seems like. Honestly, I'm sorry to say it because I'm not trying to bag on the Bay Area. Oh, but, bag away, oh, bag away. We're taking it. I kind of like mm-hmm. picked the Bay Area out, literally out of the United States, like to come to 
because I thought the Bay Area would be easier to put on a multimedia, like cabaret style, just bitchin' ass thing where people could come and be like, whoa, that's fun. Whoa, that's totally different fun. Whoa, that's weird. Whoa, Evangelista. And then be like, wee dance party. So basically, it's like a what? A cruise. cruise, We're programming our cruise. It's not, there probably won't be another band but there will be something. There's some. Uh, there will yeah. be a performer. It's more like a variety. Yeah, there will be a performer where you're like, "Wow, what the fuck? That's neat. That's a cool thing they're doing, like with their body Dogs. and their instrument, and maybe like homemade instruments, whatever, and and just like something fun and film, and, maybe. Yeah, and definitely maybe. film's going to be involved, like just incorporating film and just like making it really fun, like trying to decorate a little bit and making it. Be something that's where somebody throws down the ten bucks and they're like, "I would have paid twenty for that. That was awesome. That was better than the five five last shows I saw." And where are you doing this? July seventeenth at the Nightlight, nightlight. which is like a place that a lot of people haven't gone to. So we're kind of like trying. We're a little nervous about getting the word out on that one. Like it's 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 not kind of a new venue. Yeah, people go. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to get the word on that one out and and really make it. We really want it to be special. This situation is like, it's a little hard to explain. We don't do the United States. We're not coming to San Francisco of all cities in the whole United States to like make money. Nothing like that. It's nothing like that. We're not going to get bigger in the United States. We're going to be who we are. We're mm-hmm. we're going we're going to Europe to do all that business shit and have a good time. Yeah. Here, all we want to do is just blast off and have a total great experience. And we want everybody in the room, all the staff, all the audience, everybody to just be like, woo, or you know, or be like really dark when eventually mm-hmm. is playing, whatever it is. And so yeah, we're not here to promote ourselves, nothing like that. So we just want to make sure that we get people out to the gigs so that they can experience this thing. We want to do it with people. We want people to like kind of like get in the spirit. You have this other thing you've been doing for a couple of years, the Eyes for, Eyes ears. for ears. That project is, to just make it super short, the description, because it's not, um, is basically I'll go somewhere where I find the, first of all, that there needs to be funding enough to do it right. I'll go somewhere where I find the architecture to be intriguing and slightly complex because there has to be different places for different things to happen. And then I will sit down with the architecture very quietly and I will try to listen and listen to a story or a dream. And I will try to bring that story or dream to life. I don't, I try very hard not to pick the artists or the musicians before listening to the building itself and the and the grounds and the maybe the ocean whatever's around it you know and i try super hard not to think like of a of a person like oh maybe this person could do that first i want to hear an idea that's a story that's going to unfold and then i want to consider who can help me tell that story the best? I try actually to sort of like, I mean, I know it's bullshit, but I try to keep myself out of it. 
Okay. Like, I try to listen. I just, that's the beginning of it. I just try to clear my mind and listen. I know that's crap and whatever. We, no. can, we can all be like, oh, yeah, Mr. Mystery is talking. But, um, you know, it, it, that is what I try to do. I try to just clear my mind and, and know as much as I can about the history of the place and about the architecture. Right. First, I, I get armed with that. And then I just try to shut the fuck up and listen. So that's that's what it is, you know, and it, it's a it's not the same as what we're doing, um, but I get what you mean by the similarities, yeah. And then the first time you did this, you did it at the Schindler House in L.A., is that right? Or I forget if it was the Schindler House or the train station, mm-hmm. but one of those. And then you did it in Austria, right? It was the last time? Yeah, and that was a biggie. Mm-hmm. What and was the venue like for that? It was a cathedral, and wow. it was really insane. It was insanely lit. It was... Just you know the everything. It's a lot was, of prep work for that, right? Everything was yeah. set up for it to be special, and it really was special. There was people from Godspeed to Black Emperor playing, and not that that should matter, because that's another point I'm trying to make. Is like it shouldn't have to have famous people in it to mm-hmm. be like mm-hmm. well, work, you also, to be working. You know them personally. It's not yeah. like you're like, oh, I want to make a splash. Right? Yeah. I mean, it helps the promoters though. So if you go, like, I don't know what you would say. I mean, Lou Reed's doing a reading in the blah, blah, blah. The Mm -hmm. promoters are going to be, like, more interested. But that's not my – that's not – that, to me, is me reading into the concept rather than the concept speaking to me. So I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I've realized that it needs to be a festival in order to Mm -hmm. pay people, just in order to afford to pay – the people working on it. It has to be a thing where they get to play their own performance, they get to do their own music, they get paid for it separately, and then you know, then we all get together and we do this eyes for ears thing. And I think it could kick ass. Okay. And in that situation, the promoters are interested in bringing some people that they want to be at, at the... Um, that they want to have at their venue. Yeah. And then see if like right. maybe we can bring them together. And so I and I'm open to that. Like I'm 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 an open person. Like I you know, I'm just I like the idea of just being sometimes people will be with me and they'll be like, What if you do the exact opposite of your idea? And they expect <laughs> me to be like, Fuck you, you stupid dick. But I'll be like, Huh, that's an idea, you know? Because that's life, you know? I mean, and so sometimes promoters will say, well, you know, I have this guy or this guy when I wanted to bring, and maybe there could be something we could mix up. And, I, and I'm open to it. I want to hear what they do. We should talk about Tara's art, because it's blowing up. Visual and it's, art? And it's really becoming, like, yeah. super influential. I feel like I haven't seen your visual art. Have I seen your visual we art? We should go in there. We can, we can go look, yeah. but um, we'll have to stop the tape. The thing with Tara's art is that it's got a life of its own that's becoming massive, but also we've been able to um, use it a lot, and it really speaks like of sort of the message that we're getting across in a lot of ways. Not that it's like... It's not literal. Yeah, it's not literal, but it, it really works together, and it's, and it's just very beautiful, so... 
I think you've got somebody sitting here that you're going to like really hear from in the future. Like I, I just, I, I, I encourage the, um, attention, you know, and, and just sort of like, I always feel yeah. happy when I meet an artist that's burgeoning. Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah. And I, and I'm thrilled that it's, awesome. it's, that it's you who I love. And, and, and like in terms of the album art, you guys were commenting earlier, uh, the painter who did the last yeah, album cover. Last two. Jesse McCloskey. We used his painting, his gigantic elaborate paintings for two, our two last album covers. Yeah. And then was it Nadia did the other one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nadia. Who's, Nadia Moss. Who, who you've played. You've played with her. She's, She's been in your band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing Don't what? make me make sad face. No, sad uh, that was a conflict that she okay. was. Well, we she won't was talk supposed about to it. play with us, but oh. things got mangled. Yeah. But okay, so we will look at your paintings and stuff. Drawings. drawings. Be a I'm sorry. No, I'm going to look at your paintings. I'm sorry. <laughs> Only. Not going to look at your drawings. Only your no. paintings. So Tara, do you have a website of stuff? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's why you got to come over to Huffin House and ha knock on the door. Go to Tara's Come and knock on our door. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Painting drawings waiting for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So come over check out. There's a lot of art that happens here at the Huffin House. You guys. Yeah, you wanna I mean, I haven't really talked about the Huffin House. It's pretty amazing. It's been around here for like almost ten years now. Yeah. And uh, Erin Allen. Last High time Castle. Tara had a party here, she was like, "It was cool. We only cleaned up two throw ups." <laughs> oh my god was that a new year's party oh no i was here for the play the play was great did someone puke at the play no if it was a party it might have been more like four throw-ups yeah. that's the most pukey play i've been to though you guys are going to do a big tour yeah. i'm out anyway, i'm going to before, south america with another project oh yeah, uh, we'll this is me bragging yeah, tell, tell us about that what is that uh, it's a prod. It's called the Talking Book. It's with Bill Gould Bill from Gold, Faith Bill No More. Gold, yeah. Really yeah, awesome yeah. dude. Yeah, I met him before. He's cool. He's really cool guy. He runs a label. He's like so yeah. cool that I forget he's actually pretty. He's well. He's in Faith No More. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> well. uh, and that sentence could be whatever. Yeah, well, I mean that he, you know, <laughs> no, he goes used to, to play South with America. Jello. He used to be in Jello's. Yeah, band. no, he, Bill, he'll himself. play. They play for like eighty thousand people, and then we're we have a thing called the Talking Book. That's me, um, Jared Blum, who I run my label with, Agante right. Sound. What's, what's his project called? Uh, he has a project called Blanket Ship. Blanket Ship. That's right. And yeah. uh, Beak Splinth and a few other things, mm -hmm. but. Um, this is the how they met is a really long story, but basically, um, they put out a record together on Bill's label, Cool Arrow, and brought me on last year to do a gig at the Great American. And then I've just been sort of I'm a bit more in the band and writing, but um, we went down to Chile last year and it was nice. pretty rad. And it's definitely not on the scale of Faith No More in any way, shape, or form. It's um, more just kind of dronage yeah. experimental but You're with some melodic <laughs> no yeah. there's melodic stuff in there it's all broken and weird yeah. those guys have it on repeat they keep telling me how much they like it you know I, i'm kind of into audio embarrassing audiobooks i've been into audiobooks yeah that's really what it is it's just we're like gonna audible. we get on stage and we talk yeah. and yeah. it's do you read <laughs> all like <laughs> do you read the great gatsby yeah we read the great gatsby <laughs> we each we each Get a character, oh, okay. and uh, now we're gonna go. In now we're gonna All go right, in the bedroom. Slips, uh... <laughs> but anyway, that's so that's so that's number. that. Okay. Yeah. 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 
I'm used to that. <laughs> I'm used to the uneven number. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a little break. So enough of that. Or Let's maybe, go to the room. Yeah, yeah. And then... Bedroom! <laughs> yeah, I think I had seen some of the designs that they made onto some of the merchandise, but I didn't realize how much of that you were doing. Uh, yeah. Pencil drawing spheres. Yeah. And a lot of animals. Animal bits. Mostly not the whole animal, though. Are you vegan? Um, no, I'm vegetarian. Okay, I okay. I thought you were a vegetarian, at too. least. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, I don't know if that's a connection. I just thought of animal bits, and then maybe think of... That would be weird. Animal <laughs> bits make me ask if someone's a vegetarian. That's just where my brain goes. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, well, they're not necessarily dead. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. They you know, seem, like, hybridized yeah. with other things. And then... Uh, uh, and you went to school saying that. You were at San Diego. Yeah, I didn't ever used to draw, though. Um, what were you doing when you were in school? I was doing, like, film and sound editing and video editing and, um, like, mostly focusing on the the, the process of, of editing and, like, what sound editing can do to film and video. Mm -hmm. And um, I started drawing on tour so that Strangers wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> That's not one of the tougher defense mechanisms. Yeah. They just say, like, what are you drawing there? Well, hopefully that doesn't happen, but, I mean, it has <laughs> happened once. And, yeah. do, you, do you hate talking to new people? Um, I don't hate it, really, but it, it's nerve-wracking. So like, do you, like, kind of anxi anxiety? It's kind of stressful. I have a producing. little bit of anxiety, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, I I remember being on that tour we were talking about, like, when we got to, like, Ohio, it was, like, uh, Shushu, us, and Prurient, and, like, Dom just turning to me and being like, you'll just talk to anybody, huh? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the weirdest people just come up to the merch table, yeah. want to ask you some weird question. Yeah. You're and really, I try you're really to turn good it into in, like a engaging thing. people and or deflecting them, <laughs> 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 which is good to have Both. as a tour Both. mate. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. It's, it's like the skill. kitty pride of conversation. Like I can pass <laughs> through me, or I can go through it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to compare myself to kitty pride in that way. I was waiting for but, that. Uh, I, you know, other the rapper, not the comic <laughs> character. Who's the who's the what's the most uncomfortable? A stranger coming up and trying to talk to you on a tour. Um, a guy in Brazil who was trying really hard to communicate, and um, ended up saying in broken English, "You, me, sex." Mm. <laughs> I think he had no problem communicating. I think. <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of stripped, get, stripped the niceties away around. Like, that oh. gets it there. Yeah. Yeah. So that, That's uncomfortable. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. And who was the? Sure. Didn't you punch a guy? Even though in Brazil, I punched a guy at a festival. Who you, you were staying with Nadia? I was standing. It was me and Nadia. were standing. It was in Austria, and this really, really drunk guy kept getting up in our grill, trying to dance with us. And we're like, no, we're just kind of like watching the band. Not a band that you would dance to. It was. So you guys both got punched. Um, or is this a different? No, story? it's a different oh. story. It's a different punching story. And because um, it was like a prog rock band, mm -hmm. it wasn't like dance music or anything. So we're like, dude, just get away. And he kept like coming up to us, and then he started 
touching and i was like no there's no touching and i like smacked him like a, how like a cat smacks a dog in the face mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i did that i didn't really punch him yeah I was a gentle, but oh, he needed a, he needed like to be buddy. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> he needed to be woken up. Sometimes the dog <laughs> is surprised by the cat. That yeah. It's but like, quit sniffing my ass. Where did you guys get punched? Like, Italy or something? France. France? It was literally uh, a, a crew of hooligans. They're just like, <laughs> it was like no engagement. Out, yeah. out looking for a fight and mm-hmm. saw easy target. Woman, small woman with guitar wrapped around her neck. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. With cables and everything, and guys carrying camera equipment. And yeah. Guys carrying yeah. heavy cameras that didn't do anything to defend yeah. the people <laughs> that true. were defenseless and were wrapped up in their dudes? cables. Is it some documentary? Yeah, it's a couple of documentary uh, people. That's the thing. Yeah. Put down the camera and help me. That's the. Or, like, uh, or you throw gotta, the camera at the just dude. Just hit the dude in the head with your. I mean, admittedly, or really throw the expensive guitar. Camera. The, Did you get guitar to be a weapon? Fathom what was happening? Breaking yeah, two thousand dollar guitar yeah. to save my face. Yeah, I, you know it's fast. guitar it or all goes camera down really fast, yeah. and mm-hmm. I just think he made the wrong choice. Just some some thugs, some French thugs. It was really out of hand. it was street. like totally arbitrary and mm-hmm. out of hand. You get an ER, and that's all we should have. Because <laughs> in Europe, it's but fine. We it's didn't. covered, right? No. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. We should have because Carla had a concussion and oh, a broken, and broken cheekbone. Cheek. Oh my oh, god! Shit. And yeah. we decided, in all our like practical wiseness, to continue the, to finish the tour. Man, a fucking broken <laughs> cheekbone. That's how do you, you can't put a cast or do anything. And that was and it was a serious concussion too. Like you're throwing up for a while and. Man, I was with you when the, a lot of bad shit has happened actually in Europe. Huh? <laughs> Because I yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I was in Berlin that time. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. we had a backpack stolen uh, with computer in it, and like the, which was half my fault, but still. But yeah, like, but it had unrequ- unreleased re- like recordings. Yeah, and, and writings, like a lot and, of writings and stuff. I feel like storage is a major issue for, for a lot touring. of people. Uh, well, I think the cloud is gonna help you guys. The cloud, I believe in mm. it. <laughs> yeah, just back it yeah. up in the cloud. Yeah. Let Google, let the NSA look at all of it. (laughs) We were at the same time as this was happening, trying to um, negotiate like logistical things with our label and proofread proofread insert for the for the CD that like and and remember who played on what. Oh man, that sounds. Not that there's a, ever a good time to be concussed, but that's right. one of the... Right. It was hard. <laughs> and, like, sometimes recording for you guys is, like, a real long process because you are spread apart right. geographically. Yeah, and it's done over, uh, like, several weeks. In lots of different venues. But you'll go... Will you go in a studio to track drums, or how does... If we it's been can. different every... It's mm-hmm. different all the time. Mm-hmm. It's whatever... What do you prefer if you had your druthers in a studio? studio I think, if, yeah. especially drums. Studio all at once, like all at once, all like to get the, all yeah. together. Yeah. I mean, it's, tracking separately, but yeah, you know. I do think yeah. like some studios are kind of coming back, which is weird because I feel like labels aren't really doing better. But then there's yeah. more aspirational bands or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I sense. would. We haven't really done it as much, but. 
Well, I don't know. I guess there's a lot of, I don't know, controversy is the wrong word, but about Kickstarter, using Kickstarter to fund your record. Yeah. Whatever. Probably don't need to get into that, but it, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, without labels. Part of being on your label, part of the appeal of being on your label is that they have a studio. Yeah. We still still have to pay to get out there and spend time there. They have 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 to pay for the studio. Oh, yeah. My friend is like, Paid for like studio time there. Yeah, to yeah. Do stuff. And it's a yeah. great. It really is an awesome studio. And then, yeah. and, an and, awesome and for them to engineer and, it, and, and they they are awesome engineers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one one thing that we encountered that we weren't expecting was recording in Montreal. Mm-hmm. That whole crew of people are really into the idea of tracking all together at the same time uh-huh, uh-huh. and having like room mics in there yeah which is really different because well, they do a the bunch way of we string do stuff yeah. all the time right so if you're going to do a bunch of string stuff that makes sense it makes yeah. sense to have the Definitely string players in a room great. together and then yeah. like the other instruments somewhere else or yeah you don't want to have like a rock band know. and strings in the same room right? but that's yeah. how they do it oh they do do yeah. it like that. so was it yeah. hard to like was it hard to kind of get it was the change their it? mindset definitely it was a it was a shift for them mm-hmm and they, they just kind of learn how to do things that way. Is like, is that why they're entrenched? Is like, that's just the that's way they how want. they. That's just how they've been doing that music, and and it works for them because they're, you know, they're, they're kind of they're. They're almost like Discord. For lack of a better like, word, they're kind of you know, hippies. Yeah, about it. Or like I was gonna say, like almost the same mentality with like Discord, where they only documented DC bands, and they were the you guys are the first non-Montreal yeah. band, right? Yeah, and probably the first band there. that wanted to track Outside each of... instrument separately. Yeah, so like they just had a way of operating in that world. Yeah, and I think they also, they'll record and mix, but they don't do a lot after the fact, whereas... Mm-hmm. Right, and we're generally, all about doing stuff yeah. after the yeah. fact. And generally it's a lot of Carla doing a lot of the mixing mm-hmm. and re-contextualizing sounds and all kinds. It's a lot of hands-on, like a ton of hands-on work. And if... Mm-hmm. If there's a ton of bleed, which has happened a couple times, it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. You just can't if, do it the same way. You just way. can't, because if you raise the guitar, you're raising... Everything else, yeah. because yeah. the guitar's on all the mics, and, and it's then just you can go a bit in of a, a circle. nightmare. But, like, um, do, you, do you guys feel like you're on the track of, like, it's about an album every, like, year and a half or two years? Does that seem like... I haven't even tried to Do you have, to, like, to kind of, like, a, pat, a rhythm of that? It, it seemed to be, although this, it's a bit off at the moment. If if we go longer than a year, it feels like something's wrong. Mm-hmm. If which we haven't we, done anything. Yeah, yeah, this one will be, because generally it seems like... We'll like, re- you've had stuff that you've just thrown away that you're just like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, you're like, start well, we, over again. We hang on to, we hang on to yeah. stuff that we've recorded mm-hmm. and not released. I didn't quite understand. There is an album that is not an Evangelista album, right? Yeah, there's yeah. a Carla solo album. There's a Carla yeah. solo album. And what is, does that have a name or is that... It doesn't have a name yet. Mm-hmm. And... Um. But sh- is coming out should be coming out on Constellation. Yeah, but I would bet that it probably won't be tor- until towards the end of the year, which in a way is kind of a drag because that means the Evangelist album won't be coming out till next year, which I I'm kind of bummed about. Like I would I'd actually rather do a new Evangelista album than than do a solo album. Just because I I feel really really excited about Evangelista right now and, um, you know what can you do though? It's well, kind of you can't switch the order around and just no. It it kind of is what it is. They mm-hmm. want me to, they want me to do something different, and mm-hmm. they feel like it's important for them for their um, catalog. Mm-hmm. Like they they feel like that 
it'll be it'll just make Evangelista stronger to for me to have a solo record. That's, yeah. But you guys are involved in that record at all or you play on that record at all? There, no. No, it's Dom pretty plays, pretty distinct. Dom I play a little a bit. A couple little parts. A little bit. We've play, I mean, not that we wouldn't play the we would not that we wouldn't play those songs like live though. Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. wouldn't rule yeah. that out. But I think it was very intentional that they didn't want like Montreal people on there. They didn't really mm -hmm. want. They really wanted it to be a different type of sound, and it is really different. It's, mm -hmm. I'd say, one of the main differences. It's it's a lot more focused, if that's the right word, than event. Like event, our records tend to cover a lot of different ground, different styles, not in like a, this is rock, this is pop, this is country, but mm -hmm. they all have different intensities. Whereas this one is a lot more. Poppier? Is that yeah, I would say there's some some song like three songs are really poppy. You know? And then there's like But that's our definition of poppy, which yeah. is but different it, from the, the feel of it is more co <laughs> it's cohesive mm -hmm. in a different kind of a way. Uh, so it's di it's definitely different. Yeah. Uh, we do. We have a thing coming out with Ovo, right? Oh it's gosh, be on their I love record. those guys. Yeah. Super neat. Oh, they're so good. Do you yeah. know about Ovo? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On we, our Italian. last tour, we stopped at a pig farm. Mm, yeah, in they live in Berlin now, right? Studio. They no. live in Berlin. Oh, I thought they were for a while. Well, no, they, they moved back. They oh, okay, they yeah. moved but back it was to this Italy. crazy, uh, like really great studio, in literally on a pig farm. Like it was disgusting, but the studio was just awesome like lots of great vintage gear and we just he uh they, lots of good instruments yeah, we went in out there, to dinner and went into the studio and just winged it basically and did the same thing a couple times and and that was it we, did like, it was, we it was did, really only fun. did like three or four takes yeah of this idea that we developed into a song with them that bruno I think it was literally bruno two, from two ovo takes. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe yeah. Three and it and it really was. It was pretty. The whole thing was just sublime. The first take, it was really fun. and I actually think we they used the first take as the final. They're very interesting, talented weirdos. But so so yeah, you've got a couple things. Are you gonna play the new material at these shows at the Nightlight in the Hemlock? Is there gonna be new oh, material? Hell yeah. Yes, there'll be brand new things uh -huh. never heard before. Two totally different. Maybe a cello sets. player. We're not sure yet. Yeah. It looks player. like it. Yeah. Uh, is there, I, Carl? Is there anything your Wikipedia entry that record. you want to correct on the record right now? On the no, record, everything's right. Everything's wrong. Okay. Everything's right except for the two photographs of Tara and me on Wiki on Wikipedia. On Wikipedia are some of not only some of the ugliest pictures I've ever seen of us, <laughs> but I they correct that. But they are <laughs> photos of us rehearsing. They're not Evangelista photos. They're photos of us rehearsing to open for, um, uh, uh, um, who is it? Um, Liberace. No, Liberace's dead. It, um, no, we're, they're just photos of us to, to, to that were- They were not promo photos. They're not promo photos from Evangelista. They're, they're photos for us. Actually, we're- Are you putting on What makeup? we're doing is like doing like a boss um, oh, ad. Sure. Oh, you like did a, a boss ad. Just, just trying to do like a promo um, Get campaign boss. for boss. Yeah. And those are the pictures, not even of the photo shoot for boss, but they're the pictures- <laughs> Behind the scenes. They're the, Behind just, the scenes all, of all the photo shoot. Doing, all we're it's doing before is, is, hair and makeup or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, all we're doing is checking our loop stations. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's I don't under, I don't really understand why they're on there. 
I, I haven't know if, seen I don't know if we can correct that on Wikipedia. scared to look. But Wikipedia, if anyone is a Wikipedia editor, yeah, just find a more <laughs> more attractive photo of Find uh, a Carl photo. Carl, you're not Carl. allowed to do the... that. You can't take you can't... your picture off of it. It's it's weird. Oh, you want to plug this? I remember on that on that tour also David Horvitz put on uh, Wikipedia that I was a member of uh, Shushu, <laughs> and then someone else corrected it. <laughs> Outrage! Wrong Chen. Right. Wrong Chen. So there is going to be a Carla solo album unnamed, hopefully by the end of the year on Constellation. Yes. There will be Evangelista record shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Also on Constellation. Truly. Some touring in the fall. Where yes. we will pi- where we will October, play some new, November. Uh, mm-hmm. new material. So yeah. that's exciting. And, and uh, we'll be playing new material at these local gigs. These two local mm-hmm. gigs, 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 mm-hmm. gigs, mm-hmm. gigs, gigs. July nineteenth. No, really. Mm-hmm. Let's say it ten times different ways. July nineteenth. At the night light. At the night light. And it's gonna be oh I wrote a bunch of weirdos. Wait, weirdos, it's gonna weirdos, be weirdos. a bunch of weirdos like maybe, for example, Carla Milo Lugo, Lugo. 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 We didn't even Lugo. ask her yet. We haven't, we haven't asked her yet. Yet, 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 yet. Carla, we're gonna send you this podcast. We're, You're being asked right now. We love you. We love you. We also haven't talked to to to. Accordion balances on a ball. Wash plays accordion sings. Are you kind of getting an idea like? This is going to be different. This, this thing's your... going to be different than what you normally Yo, do. There's... Bitch bounces on a ball while she plays accordion. And this ain't your dad's ass. rock and roll. There's going to be stuff that happens with John Fogarty. There's going to be stuff that happens with cake. There's going to be cake, and it's somebody's birthday on well, both I... nights. And there's uh, a film uh... thing. And, and there's and, films um, playing in our heads. And you're going to get scarred, but you'll get a hug. It'll be okay. Mm. Plus, um, <laughs> different things, and then on the at the hemlock. 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 August seventeenth. August seventeenth. In the tenderloin. Three. August seventeenth. At the world famous, famous, famous hemlock. going to be a weird show seriously weird. I, I promise it's not going to be some dumb rockabilly band <laughs> not going to be just, promise, just because band. we think we oh promise, won't they we draw promise. an audience that we would never draw we promise no so cool. dumb rockabilly let's bands. get a bunch of people that don't like the same things together in the same Yay! it's a really small club with no backstage and yeah. all the gears there's up if you want to hang out with some chairs and towels, and you know, oh, a sink the size of your laptop. We don't want your freaking deli platter. <laughs> they don't have a no. Can we end it right there? Yeah. <laughs> we don't need no stinking deli platter. We don't platter. need your stinking deli platter. Thanks Europe. Thanks Which... Turkey. Thanks Axl Rose. You think Thanks I won't Evangelista. Cut you? Good luck Turkey. We love you. Thanks. Thanks Shazad for calling in. Shout out to Shazad. Shout out to Shazad for, for the call in. First ever call in on this show. <laughs> yes. <laughs>